Today on the Soda Pod, we're jumping right into make good choices. Hoppy's behind the mic on this one with an elaborate and detailed story that uh, that includes his brother Joe as well. Then we're jumping into another hard-fought battle of Judge Joey. Put up a good fight myself this time around. All that on more on this Wednesday episode, episode 208 of the Soda Pod. Let's go. Wildwoods of Vancouver Island. Welcome to the Soda Pod. You should join me here alongside the state of Hoppy, Joe, Hugh, and Joey. Thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. A reminder to check out the Brewery Travels podcast tomorrow. Every Thursday, subscribe to the Brewery Travels podcast as a new podcast comes out on Thursday. And also every Tuesday, Spoke Z, covering all things NHL prospects, all things Iowa Wild, and all things Minnesota Wild prospects every Tuesday on the Soda Pod feed. That one's on the Soda Pod feed, Brewery Travels. Go check them out on their own feed, their own podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, the Brewery Travels podcast presented by the Soda Pod. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at the Soda Pod. You can text or voicemail at 612-324-1684. Again, that's 612-324-1684. And the Hockey Podcast Network and the Soda Pod are proudly powered by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Use promo code TPPN. That's right. This month, TPPN. For sign-up bonus and weekly deals, I mean, you place $1 down on any football game, and you're getting $150 in free bets. So go check that out. On the other side, we're going to make some good choices here on episode 208 of the Soda Pod. Great choice. All right, it's Wednesday. You all know what that means. We've got another segment of Make Good Choices, ironically named after this awful beer called Make Good Choices that was one of the worst choices that Q has ever forced me to make. It almost killed him. Um, and I actually just realized for the first time here, Isha, there is a caption on here, a little, a little anecdote, if you will. Um, named for the eternal cry of mothers everywhere when they know you're going to do something stupid and channeling the fiery hellspawn of a pina colada and a strawberry daiquiri with our Viking brethren to the North Drecker Brewing. Inspired by those nights on vacation where you have way too many drinks with little umbrellas and the only way to not yak at brunch the next day is to start the vicious cycle all over again. Excuse me. I'll have another. Wow. Poor pet quality. What a fitting thing that I never <laughs> noticed before. Holy shit. That's, Isha, I'm going to have to take a picture of that and send it no, to that's you. That's <laughs> going in the Drucker fucking Facebook group. I'm telling you that much. <laughs> it makes so much sense. It's incredible. It's incredible. All right, folks. Um, This one is going to... <clears throat> Get a little dicey here. This is a long story that I'm going to have to piece together throughout because 
so much happened. Joe, I think you can attest. I mean, just in a few words, don't give any details necessarily because we'll, we'll iron all of it out. But just tell me, your freshman year of college, my senior year of college, how would you describe in a few words the senior tournament, I guess, that we played in my senior year? I call it the senior tournament, I guess. The end of year lacrosse tournament. Uh, hungover. 24-hour pool. <laughs> that, that's all he needs to say. That's really all he cared about in the story, to be honest. So, guys, um, we played club lacrosse in college, and some context for it, I guess. Like, the top third of our team probably could have played college lacrosse. Middle third, very suited for club lacrosse. Bottom third, probably wouldn't have played lacrosse, but they loved it they wanted to play and we were all about having a good time right so we we definitely had the tears throughout the team and at this end of year tournament what was it joe we probably only had 15 people when you field nine plus a goalie so the a pretty limited bench maybe maybe it was even less than that it was somewhere between 12 and 15 i can't recall um because we were actually missing one of our captains because there was an unfortunate uh passing of a relative that's not important. So to tee things off, though, uh, myself and another captain, the one Isha, if you recall, he became a fireman when he actually completed the degree you're going for. And our other senior lacrosse buddy, we go out a night early because we don't want to do all that travel, the, you know, right before a game, going from Winona to Madison. And, man, it's funny, but not funny. Um, the one friend has had uh, a little bit of a, an issue with uh, heart problems, and we actually ordered a pizza called Cardiac Arrest that night. That's We'll move past it. Um, Joe, I think you know as well as anyone. Well, maybe you don't even remember all of it. We had how many rooms? I think there was five rooms in this hotel, and we proceeded the night in between games. We played two games. The next day, we would have two games. Shit got real Really yeah, well, what, what you guys did to us, though, is we had like four or five rooms, and out of the four or five rooms, we had five freshmen, and you gave the... No, four, four. Either way. You gave, you four gave the you four freshmen one room, and then everybody else were two per room, so it was like, all right. <laughs> all right, Isha, Q, give a ruling. If you have five rooms for that quantity of people, so let's do the math, so that's 10, 11, we had 12 people. Perfect. So... How else would you orchestrate that besides saying the four freshmen go in one room and everyone else goes one to a queen bed? Seems fair. Yeah, you're not. You're, Seems you're not getting, beyond logical. Yeah, you're not. You're not sprinkling in two of the freshmen in two other random rooms. That's not happening. Right. That's fucking stupid. So, anyways, moving on. The the night gets a little rowdy. We'll go piece by piece here. <laughs> uh, let's just say that Joe teed it off there with twenty four hour pool almost killed three of our 12 people, Joe being one of them. Um, but let's go room by room because I had the pleasure the next day of having to go to everyone's door and make sure they were alive and ready to go to the first games. First room, I go, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> door opens, and the person that answered it was one of the people who was not supposed to be in that room. <laughs> literally walks out and walks away i'm like what is happening i walk in the other two are sleeping there totally normal so i don't know where the hell he slept he got through it 
Don and Don, he was one of the ones that was with me that first night, and the two of them shared a room. I shifted over and shared a room with someone else. I, I don't know what happened. That's as far as it got, but the other two were like, yeah, we're we're cool, man. We're good. I'm like, all right, I guess we're good to go. We're just going to ignore what happened with Jared. Next room we go to, Joe, you know this is Lance's room. <laughs> this is a debacle. I knock on the door. and <laughs> Lance and Bogey. Fucking Bogey. <laughs> Bogey, Bogey comes and answers the door. I'm like, hey, everything good in here? He's like, yeah, I'm great. I'm like, okay, what about Lance? He's like, I don't know. You can come see. I walk in, and this guy legit has the ironing board out next to the bed. He's got the iron running laying on his bed, and he's passed out laying backwards on the bed with beer cans either surrounding his body and like three or four that were on top of his body. I don't know how this physically works, but I swear on my life that that's what happened because he showed up with like three cases of beer, filled his fridge and kept on refilling and refilling and refilling when people irony. wanted beer. Oh, he, uh, he spilled the beer on his bed. Oh. I found out later and wanted to iron the bed to dry it. Iron, iron the beer out. Oh, amazing. So yes, beer. shout out Lance. That was incredible. That was awesome. Quick, um, quick thinking. <laughs> Then the third room, as Joe mentioned, was the freshman room. And this is where there were four freshmen. I walk in um, because the door was actually propped open. They did not lock it. So no one answered the door when I came to it. It just had the little like lock yeah. thing that you prop in to keep it open. And first thing I notice is Cheese and Dan cuddling, cuddling in their queen bed. And I'm just like, Hey guys, am I interrupting? And they like both wake up they're like, what the fuck? No, no, no. <laughs> and then I look over and the other bed is Kruger, who's our goalie, who Joe, I don't know if you recall his pool oh, experience, yes. but he he stands up on the bed and yells, Coach, it's okay. I'm gonna be okay, coach. We're good, we're good, we're good. And he literally has fucking marks down the front of his face because he dove face first in the shallow end of the pool. Oh no. And so, like, he, but he says he's good, but whatever, we're moving on. Busted Noah's, and then, but I'm good to go. And then I, like, do quick math. I'm like, there's only three when there should be four. I'm like, oh, fuck, where's Joe? And Kruger's still pretty messed up, and he's pointing over. He's like, he's right here. He's right here, coach. Coach, he's right here. Because for some reason, he was still drunk and buzzing and calling me coach. And, and on the side of the bed, and this is the further back part of the room, Joe is wrapped up in a blanket like a fucking mummy. Like literally, like like you would put him in a fucking pyramid. He's ready to go, and I go up and I'm like, "Hey, Joe, get up!" And like zero movement. Like he's just laying there still. I think he's dead. I'm like, "Joe, get the fuck up!" No movement. I give him like one like standard kick. Zero movement. I give him like a full out kick, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> now, Joe, do you want to explain a little bit more and go into how you got there? Your night and what all transpired between us just deciding to start drinking after our first two games and then me kicking you to wake you up. A lot of beers were in between that. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah. So 24 hour pool is where I kind of left it off and we're all continue to go. Not even 24 hour pool. Oh, and spa. Well, hot tub. <laughs> and hot that tub. is where I found a pretty, young girl who was a senior in high school who was at this hotel with her parents. And I proceeded to try to hit on this girl and her parents uh, just so happened to be right there. 
the in whole, the hot tub while you were in your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I feel like there's a pattern between you and female yeah, parents. Yeah, that's why that was one of the reasons why I am terrified of parents. Um, yeah, things don't really go well with me when I meet the parents. So, yeah, especially when it's like hitting on their daughter in the same fucking tub in the same in hot, the hot tub, tub yeah. Tub no, no, no. <clears throat> yeah he's literally sitting at there least, in his boxers just hitting on this I high school dive girl in the <laughs> you did not dive in the shallow and like kruger and there was plenty of nonsense in the pool but now we're going to shift isha to my roommate who was the stud of our team he actually played for the hockey team and was one of the better players Effortlessly was probably the best player that we had on the lacrosse team. And, uh, well, let's just say he and I went in on booze together and he ended up hugging the toilet. But early in the night, five of us decide we're going to go. It's like maybe a half a mile away from the hotel. We're going to go to this dive bar and we're just going to have some fun. We're going to get some drinks. This includes two of the freshmen, Joe. We had Dan and Kruger there, as well as Joey DeRocher. And we're sitting there having a good time. Like we're getting a couple drinks, hanging out. All of a sudden we lose Dan. Dan's gone. No one's really thinking about it. Now you guys might know this song by its actual title in college to be PC. We referred to it as ninjas in Paris. Um, everyone familiar with the song I'm talking about. Anyways, this is like the diviest of dive bars. We got a bunch of rednecks around us. And all of a sudden, the dun dun <laughs> going and like turns around immediately. DeRocher and Denny look at him and are like, what the fuck have you done? <laughs> like he like we're going to get murdered for playing Nothing this song at this bar. That's what it, uh, okay, right. it, it like people started looking around they're like the fuck is this music <laughs> and it was so bad like to the point where like two of them dashed for the door because they thought something was going to happen which really they were just that drunk and then it's just me and the goalie kruger who has already dove face or no he has he hasn't quite yet dove face first in the pool but he's all about drinking martinis because his dad likes martinis um, and then nice. he's like you know what or his grandpa, who he was like trying to honor. And then he calls his mom. He's like, hey, mom, guess what I'm doing? I'm drinking martinis right now for grandpa. She's like, Ben, you're 19. Why the fuck are you drinking martinis? <laughs> and like, I can hear her on speakers like, mom, what the fuck? I'm trying to be cool. She's like, no, Ben, get out of that bar now. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. And he hangs up. He's like, we'll have two more martinis, please. <laughs> so anyways, we get back to the pool. And that's when people are like, wrestling and you're doing joe what's that game called where you put someone on your shoulders and you wrestle in the pool chicken wars chicken yeah. wars yes chicken Hell wars yeah. we're doing that and all of a sudden our goalie decides he's gonna fucking face dive three mm. feet deep in water oh. comes up with a big gash down his face luckily he was not concussed from it i was a little worried when i woke them up in the morning <laughs> but after this whole experience, the the guy that I was rooming with goes back and just guzzles down. I think we had like, so besides the beer, we had like, I think we were mixing Mountain Dew with like dragon fruit Bacardi. Oh, God. And somehow it was good, but he drank way too much of it. He was too out of commission. Sugar. Way too much. Gone sugar. and gone. Gone <laughs> and gone. But this whole thing circles around 
everyone having their own little niche. I don't think anything will ever be better than the ironing of the bed to dry it off as this guy is laying the reverse direction with beer cans on top of him. It was all just an incredible experience. I don't know, Joe, is there anything I'm missing yeah, here? Joe, Are there any who, big moments that I haven't hit well, on? Well, yeah, who the fuck mummified uh, you? I'm pretty sure that's so when I sleep, like, I just need my own space to, like, crawl up and curl up and, like, do my thing. And so that's typically why, like, if I have to share a bed or something, I end up just, like, on the floor or just wherever. Um, but, yeah, I'm, like I said before, too, usually I'm a very hard sleeper. Um, I guess it just either takes Q throwing up or Scott kicked me full blow to, to get me to respond. So, um, so yeah, I, I would say my really own, the, the, the only shining moment for me was unfortunately hitting on some poor high school girl with her parents right next to us. Um, other than that, I just kind of regularly got hammered out of my mind and Shit-faced. did the usual. So. <laughs> Now, Joe, going back to the previous lacrosse story that I told on my 21st, I will give you full kudos here that we ended up winning the championship that year, and you only played the first day, but I one nice thing I have to say about you to get through my quota for the year, you were probably our best player, and you were playing on a torn ACL and meniscus, and you were still probably our best player. I will say that because like, at that time it was, it was kind of crazy because like, I had the game in high school where I like tore my ACL and, and, you know, we had fam like played at a school where, you know, it's rich kids and everything. So there's a couple dads on the team or doctors and everything like, uh, you're probably pretty good. Just why don't you give it a couple weeks or whatever and rest on it. And then you're going to be good to go. And of course, like me being me, I'm like a couple weeks, whatever. It feels good already. Let's go. And so I went to play with you guys. And the crazy thing is like, nothing happened. I played hard. I played uh, you know, like I usually do and nothing happened, but then my next high school game that I went and played in, um, my knee buckled out again. And that's when my coach was like, yeah, you should go get an MRI and get it checked out. And that's when we found out officially it was, uh, it was torn and everything, but yeah, it was, it was just crazy that it like nothing happened when I was playing with you guys and it just kind of held up and everything was good. But, um, but yeah. By the way, Joe, he's he said it a few times on this podcast that you were the the better lacrosse player of the two. Hey, that that's from my coaching. <laughs> oh, we're just comparing me to Scott. <laughs> In that case, I'm better looking, better lacrosse player, better hockey player, better. Uh... I don't have any jizz in my hair, Joe. Just saying. <laughs> oh, but but Scott, it's hunters and it's natural. <laughs> So weird because I was gonna say it's hundreds. <laughs> but probably well, what happens in the black lake? <laughs> it, it it highlights itself. Those not watching, Joe has a strand of white hair that's a birthmark that he's always had. So that's the ongoing joke. Hey, at least your hair, you know, at least you don't have the full silver like my buddy and who came Q on the show. all of a sudden has a dog. Q, no red rocket, please. My, my buddy Sammy, who came on the podcast almost a year ago now, he went. He actually went full gray after getting in a bicycle accident in Italy, where like it was, it was pretty traumatic. Like bone went right through his arm, sort of thing. Skin peeled up, and from twenty two on, his in, eyebrows, everything silver. 
just because of the the trauma like he lost all the pigmentation because of that in his hair which was completely nuts because when i was rooming with the guy i thought he was you know a little honestly a few years older than me like in his 30s and when he told me he was only 24 i was like holy shit dude you're a fucking silver fox 24 year old and he's like yep <laughs> this is why and he proceeded to tell this story on the the soda pod so uh just search it on google sam baristo if you want to hear some uh some crazy sports oh, stories. So, yeah, but and the crazy thing too is like I've met so many people that like see me at the bar or wherever it is, and they're like, "Oh yeah, man, I have that too." And it's like in the back, or like they have to pull their ear, and it's like behind their ear and everything. And it's like it's great because it's hidden. Like having it like front and center is like it's like walking into a bar on crutches. Oh man, what happened? Oh man, what happened? And you have to tell the story over and over. How many people have asked you what happened about your hair the second you walk into a Not bar? what happened, but, hey, man, what is that? Oh, you got sunscreen in your hair, bro. Yeah, oh, you, you got – what, what is that? This I'm sure you've done this, but this is when you're like, yo, buy me a beer and I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you from Boston? Smart. No, it's just a speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say park the car hey, in the you. Of yard? Hey, hey, you're tall. <laughs> You're tall. <laughs> that was his pickup You're line tall. to a girl one day. It worked. Which for like... I don't know. Have we talked about the list that Q once had for the requirements for finding a mate? <laughs> no, but Ju- judge, are we going to get judge... canceled for talking about? No, that? no, no, no. It no it's pretty PG. funny. He, he just it's... basically gave me a list of ten qualities. It's like blonde, tall, two legs, like, like two, two legs. Um, female and female was one of the qualities, but as long as it checked at least like six of the ten boxes, it didn't have to be female. No, that, as long as six of the look, boxes were checked, got, he was good to go. So like, Hoppy, and Joe, I've gotten to know Q a little bit, where I know that that that's okay. That... <laughs> Human, see, he's cuddling with a dog now. Well, yeah. look, I don't judge anybody. You know, if if you have six, you know, if you have six ticks and it's not necessarily female, I mean, twitch their own. I don't judge. Like I said, Q is three quarters of the way there in one story. That meant she met the six other ticks of the nine qualities. There you go. Anyways, for. Isha, he he tells us that he's like found this girl that he's like, whoa, she's she's cute. And I'm like, all right, go talk to her, man. And he walks over to her and just looks at her and looks her up and down. And he goes, you're tall. <clears throat> and that's all he says. And then stares at her for a couple seconds. He's like, bye. Wow. Struck out on that one, I'm guessing. Shocking. Shocker. I swear the first girl that I said it to, it kind of worked. But it, How does it kind of work? I, I wasn't feel, there I feel for like that. Yeah, a, I don't know how it kind of works. I feel works. like it's a yes or no situation. He was, he was, he was camping. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I, know, I know the listeners don't know what that means, and they're never going to, but you can't keep dropping they that shouldn't. because I'm going to laugh every time. So just, That's what I'm going just for, just it. to laugh. But Isha, <laughs> that's a real thing. Like People talk about camping. Like. Another pod. I don't know if camping was the terminology, You're... but it's a real thing by like a certain all right. For those uh, who... it might have been a completely different word that means something completely different, Isha, but someone said it once. So, like, yeah, people talk about Yo, it. Yo, urban dictionary. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's in there. Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll add it. If anyone wants to go check it out, you can figure out the term yourself. I'm not talking about it here on the soda pod. Thanks, Joe. Um, <laughs> wow. Another unbelievable segment of Make Good Choices. Uh, on the other side, we have Judge Joey. You're listening to the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.
Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state or province, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit on $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-with-it. Every week, the Soda Pod will be featuring a debate of epic proportions, and I am here to determine who will hold the weekly belt of Judge Joey Champion. I, Judge Joey, will decide the winner, not by facts alone, but who debates the topic at hand the best and has the more compelling argument. But hold up, I am not the only one who gets to share their input on who has the better argument. You, yes you, the SodaPod community, will be able to head to Twitter and cast your vote on who has the better case on Judge Joey. So enough introduction, let's get to tonight's topic. All right, boys, tonight I bring to you Who is more likely to play for their respective team this year, Kirill Kaprizov or Jack Eichel? And uh, let's see, last week, Hoppy won with uh, commanding authority. So, Hoppy, you get to kick us off here. Oh, sorry, sorry, Isha, you get to kick us off here. So, Kirill Kaprizov and who is the other one? Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. I thought you were going to troll me and say, like, Elias Pettersson or something. Like, Fuck <laughs> you, dude. Like, <laughs> um, who's most likely? I think, uh, I think I'm think i choosing Kaprizov. Uh, I'm choosing Kaprizov, and I'm not even going to go into just why I what everything about Eichel. Everyone knows why he's probably not going to play for the Buffalo Sabres. Why Kaprizov is going to eventually come over to Minnesota is... Let's be honest, this guy hasn't had much of a vocal say in these negotiations. He's one of those type of players, and I and I know the relationship uh, he has based on the reports with his agent. I know how his agent runs things with other clients as well. His agent is one of the, let's say, more annoying agents that teams have had to deal with, and this is, this is not... This is news. This isn't news to ever, to anybody. Everybody who's dealt with this guy, anybody who follows hockey and follows players who he represents, know that he likes playing hardball until the end. Obviously, he wants to get the best deal for his client. Obviously, that gets him paid as well. He's taken things to the finish line many, many times. And nine times out of ten, boys, 
they get a deal done. Kaprizov right now is taking the summer off. We saw that even when he won the Calder Trophy Award, he was out northern Russia on like a on a canoe trip fishing with the boys. He's play he's he's training farm boy style, listening to his Russian folk music. You know, he's away from the the phone for the most part, other than his agent being like, look. The Wild said this, I think we can do this. My plan is stay a little bit longer with your okay. Can we do this? And Caprizo probably just simply gave him the thumbs up, went back to his training, lifting the tires, fishing away. Kaprizov is coming. It may be on an extravagant and big deal that we oh, as fans aren't super excited about, but the guy is going to play in the NHL. Not only did the fans wait so long for him to finally come and deliver, but he did as well. And when you're when you're a kid growing up, I don't I don't care if your dream is to play in the Russian Super League at the time when he grew up. It's uh it's the NHL at the end of the day. That's the big show. That's where you're making all the money. Legally not under the table. Man, what a powerful and heartfelt argument for me i haven't seen this probably ever in judge joey um one thing though you say nine times out of ten he gets it done i would like uh some some fact check on that here hey give me a sec okay so while you're bringing that up i'll let hoppy debate why he thinks ike will play for the sabers yeah and just to play into isha a little bit here the one 10 on why kaprizov is not going to play here this year we'll start there he has every reason to stay at home in Russia. I don't care if the money's under the table or not. He's Russian. He will take the money, regardless of whether it's from the team or from the government. But look at where this has gotten to. We have two weeks left until the timeline will be set that he needs to make a decision before he decides he's going to stay with the KHL. His only experience in the U.S. is living in Minnesota, which I love Minnesota more than most. It's not for everybody. And he lived in we'll just say shut in times because of coronavirus. He has really no positive reflection from this besides trophy. You got Jack Eichel, who let's be real first GM with any balls in Buffalo. He is not going to just give his way, which let's be real talent. If there's no injury risk, he is absolutely a top five center in this league. And Kevin Adams is going to get that value back. So He's more than likely going to cave and let Jack get the procedure he wants. And then it's going to come down to $10 million for Jack. He's not going to sit out and not play because he wants to collect that money. So as soon as he's healthy and ready to play, he's going to be playing for Buffalo because guess what? As soon as that procedure place, no GM is going to trade for him until they see him on the ice, because why the hell should they? So at the end of the day, Kaprizov's got a lot of risks with what he's got offered from the HL and Eichel, it's not a matter of whether or not he wants to leave or he's out. It's a matter here that Adams is going to stand his ground and he's going to move forward and make sure that he gets the best value back that he can for the best asset out there. Wow. I thought no way would I ever think that Eichel would be playing for the Sabres, but then Hoppy just drops the mic right there at that just utters a ton of bullshit and uh <laughs> i i have not declared my winner i i I'll give you a chance to rebuttal and, and prove your uh your nine times out of ten here yeah so uh hang on though the... before the nine times out of ten guys isha you're talking about me sputtering utter bullshit the nine times out of ten is a made-up stat and you immediately no. are like yeah so here's the conversations that are happening between kaprizov and his agent you don't know shit hey buddy i know more than you on it <laughs> I did my research. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did not, none of the 
um so the the only the only player that this agent uh in the last two years hasn't been able to get his origin the the asking price what the player wanted of a million dollars instead he got him seven hundred and eighty six thousand was artos silvos of the vancouver canucks panarin bobrovsky varlamov maltesev drozg um and there's four more that i just don't even know how to pronounce all got the deals they all lasted to the end they all went the distance and he all got them massive massive deals the deals they wanted all right all right i appreciate that quick fact check thank you very much hoppy go ahead so how many of the times you negotiate with bill big dick garen um joy you have a verdict to give don't you I, I do, I do, and, and Hoppy is trying to trying to sway his side where Isha is just trying to desperately cl- hang on to his good arguments. So. I'm just trying to who, who did I'm, Varlamov? Did he sign his deal with Lamorello as the GM? Because shit, that would be a tough GM to negotiate with as well. So chill the fuck out. Oh wait, oh no no no. So if we're going off of that, that's after Varlamov did not have a great stretch of play and was absolutely in a position where he was going to be thrilled no matter what was given to him. Damn, he still got him $5 million after a not great stretch right, of play. He, so. he, he got Bobrovsky 10. He got uh, Artemi Panarin 11. And do you think that those deals six. are going to happen? All right, all right, all right. Order, 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 order. <laughs> I need a gavel. I know we need to get a gavel noise here. Yeah, we need one with like soda pod or like back channel or something on it that you can just like show the camera. (laughs) Wow, this might be the the best one. Yeah, best for last of the week. Holy. So, man, Isha, I'm giving it to you this week. I I think your argument is great. I think they're just playing hardball to get Kaprizov the exact deal he wants and, and the money he wants. And I think with Eichel and Buffalo, I just think it's. I just think it's it's beyond repair, and even if he does cave and get the the surgery he wants, I don't think he will step on the ice. I just I think he's done with Buffalo. I I, I just think he's completely over the city, the town, and, and playing hockey there. So I'm Hoppy, I don't I don't care what you have to say with your hand. I'm raised. still gonna uh, say it. I'm only raising my hand because we're on a tape delay here, so I don't want to just like step in at the right time. I completely agree that Kaprizov's the right answer. I just thought that I made a better argument than my counterpart. That's all I have you to say, a, but he gets the I don't point. know. Isha, Isha had a very good argument, and he even he even backed up, checked, backed up my fact check. So To a certain uh, degree, but hey. I'm, I'm, pretty proud. I'm pretty proud of him. That's all, that's all I look for in life, Joey. <laughs> so <laughs> time out, guys. Very, very important because right now Isha's record for Judge Joey's for this next season is six and nine. Nice. 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 <laughs> awesome. All right, boys. Another good week. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That's a good argument. And and hopefully we see Kaprizov in a, a Minnesota Wild sweatshirt. And, I mean, me being a Sabres fan, I, I hope Eichel can figure this shit out and play for the Sabres. So let's hope, let's hope they both play for their respective teams this upcoming season. There you go. There you go. Watch it, watch it be a total mind fuck, and they're playing for the opposite teams coming. This <laughs> right. Season. I would be a-okay with that. Billy Darren's like, you know what, Caprizo, I'm sick of your shit. I traded you to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. All right, good. boys. We'll talk to you next week. That was a lot of fun.
That's it. That's the show. Another fun Wednesday episode. I'm coming out six and nine <laughs> in Judge Joey. I mean, I had, a, I had a rough start to the season. Starting to get some wins together late here. Uh, thank you for those tuning in on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Folks, the best thing you do for us this week, any week, is to give us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a kind review as well. If you're joining us for more hockey content, I know the season is right around the corner, but go listen through our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, please download the episodes before you listen, as it just helps our business. You can follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod. You can follow Hoppy at State of Hoppy and Z, Spoked Z at Spoked Z. Spoked underscore Z. I should really. I should really get the get that straight. <laughs> the spoke Z on Twitter. With that, we will see you Friday. A huge, huge, exciting episode on Friday. This has been signing off. I'm Isha Dromi alongside the state of hoppy Q, Joe, and Joey. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't fear, just drink some beer and stay wild.